podcast is now merging for this episode with our incredible live streaming show. So not only will this be heard on two radio networks and on Facebook Live, but also it's our Super Bowl commercial review that it beguiles everyone every year. And it'll be on our podcast page, too. So let's get down and boogie. underestimate someone who knows his place unlike Tom Gully. Ooh, the social airplane is Tom Gully. Ooh, oh, now look at my gully. Tom is a white male. Uh-huh. Always invited to the cookout. Always. <laughs> but he spent but he spit straight hot fire. Okay, you said who is the who is the best commentator on the uh, on Facebook Live? Tom, 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 Tom. Because he spit hot fire. Because he spit hot fire. Yo, he even got and, the last name. And, and, and let me tell you, and let me tell you this too. Tom Potato Salad, good. Mm-hmm. No raisins. It ain't bland. No, no raisins. No raisins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and children of all ages, prepare for entertainment. It's time for the Tom Gully Show. And now, here he is, a very special man, Tom Gully. That's right, I am Tom Gully. You're listening to us live on the Ironic Radio Network, or you're listening to us live in our Facebook chat room, or you're listening on the Good Talk Network, and a very special event you could be listening to our award-winning podcast as this, this for I think the fourth or fifth year in a row, is our legendary Super Bowl commercial review program where I will go through every one of the commercials that aired during the Super Bowl from kickoff to the final whistle, and I will evaluate them for you. 817-522-3948 is our number to call. You can ask any question on any topic, automotive, home and garden, lawn improvement, personal relationships, hygiene, you name it, you can ask us. And of course, as always, trolls are welcome. 817-522-3948 is the number to call. Let's just uh, go through some of our people in our Facebook chat room. Tina Marie Jones is here. Brian O'Brien, of course, is here. And uh, Deshaun Rucker from the Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is with us in our Facebook chat room. Listen to them 1 p.m. Eastern on Sundays in their Facebook chat room. We've got uh, Sandy Budak, Sandy Eastman. We've got Roberta Briggs. We've got Brendan Jones. And I'm sure we'll have other people arriving as the hour goes along. So uh, uh, in our pre-show, we were talking about the halftime show. I like the halftime show. thought it was pretty good. Um, Brian and Brian is accusing me of smoking luckies, lucky strikes. LSMFT, LSMFT, lucky strike means fine tobacco. They sponsored the Jack Benny show. Anyway. Uh, Brian O'Brien is expressing dismay in violently profane terms in our Facebook chat room over Publix 
deli potato salad. So uh, there we go. Tina Marie Jones says she's late because her limo was delayed. You're forgiven. You are forgiven. Okay, let's just get into it. Let's start getting into these commercials. The very first commercial that aired during the Super Bowl was for Boo and Viv Sparkling Alcoholic Water. And it was incredibly stupid. It was two mermaids talking about this water and then some sharks that were supposed to be cute and or funny saying things about how they wanted the water. And it sucked. It was awful. Zero. F. Then the next commercial was for M&M's. It had Christina Applegate in it. This is no lie. At the Super Bowl gathering I was at, probably 10 seconds into the commercial, I go, this is M&M's. And everybody went, no, it's not, no, it's not, no, it's not. And it was M&M's, and it was awful. I'm, I'm so sick of these M&M commercials during the Super Bowl where they threaten to eat the M&M's. And the M&M's are like, oh, don't eat me, don't eat me. You're M&M's. What other purpose do you serve on this planet? You're going to get eaten. And are the people in M&M's telling us not to eat their product? F, zero. Hated it. Uh, then there was the... It's some sort of drink called Bubbly or Bubbly, and it had Michael Bublé in it. Now, that was a funny commercial when he calls the guy Dave, and at the end they cut back to him, and he's putting the accent over the – that was funny. That was a funny, funny commercial about a product I've never heard of ever in my life. And if I see it now, I'm going to try it. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Randy J. Ramos says, Chef is in the house. He's joined our Facebook chat room. Uh, Brian O'Brien thinks that Christina Applegate is still yummy. Um, She's an attractive lady, no question, but the commercial was dog vomit. I'm sorry. I can't help that. You know, I had a big career in advertising for two decades or more. I can't help it. Okay, then, then, then the next commercial break had the very best commercial of the Super Bowl. And that was the Hyundai Shoppers Assurance Elevator commercial where they went down all the levels to the worst thing in the world, which is car car shopping and they started off with root canal and then they went to jury duty and then middle seat on a six-hour flight and then the talk my body changed even your grandmother's body and then they went to vegan dinner party we're having beet aroni or something like that it, it oh god it was so funny so funny. And then they explained to him, no, we, we're getting a Hyundai. And they, oh, you're going up then. And not so fast, Mr. Colon. <laughs> it, it, that was the best commercial of the Super Bowl, in my opinion, which, of course, is 100% correct. Uh, and then there was an ad for Turkish Airlines. You know, 
here's the thing. If you do a Super Bowl commercial, you got to make an impression. And when you show an airline commercial that's just pretty pictures and flying over stuff and everything else, you're not getting us off the reality of flying. Standing in the line, going to the gate, dealing with the stupid sky waitress with the faceplate. We're not forgetting any of that. Not for one second. And incidentally, Turkish Airlines, anybody here want to consider, let's just say the security issues of flying a plane out of Turkey? Sorry, that commercial was wallpaper. It was awful. Didn't make a dent, didn't make an impression. F0 hated it. Okay, then another commercial break comes along. By the way, 817-522-3948 if you'd like to give us a call. It was the Oil of Olay commercial with the zombie in it. And they're hiding from the zombie. It's coming in the house or the whatever it is. And she starts talking about how good her skin looks now. And she's got the wacky picture of her on the mantle that's got, you know, bad skin and a stupid hairdo and and then the zombie leans in and tells her how good her skin looks f zero just just dumb it's like it's insulting it insults your intelligence you know beat loaf that was that what it was in the hyundai commercial it's Sergey's fa- specialty. Yes, it is. That that was a hilarious commercial. Oh, and when they get to the jury duty, of course, you're innocent until proven guilty. Well, he did it, right? Can we all agree he did it? Uh, it's an awesome commercial. That was, uh, it was so funny. So very, very funny. And that's what you're supposed to do with the Super Bowl commercial. You're supposed to do something super entertaining that's pertinent. That's like we all know car shopping sucks and they actually managed to make the, you know, buyer assurance and all that. They made themselves stand out from the pack. And by the way, as an advertiser, here's how you get consumers on your side. When you acknowledge the sucky part of something, when you acknowledge it, when you embrace it, when you go, hey, we know car shopping, right? painful rectal itch for all of us right and when you when you address it head on and go we know this so we did something to make it better for you we did something to make it easier more enjoyable less of a painful rectal itch that's a good slogan less of a painful rectal itch uh they did it and they did it well okay Let's see. What do we got up next here? After uh, Oil of Olay was a Doritos commercial. And Doritos, like every year, goes out and tries to be. It's like they failed so bad with their hot Doritos commercial that I, I can't even remember it. I've just got rotten written down here. Uh, just rotten. You know? Uh, Australian people, according to Tina Marie Jones, call beets beetroot and not just beets. 
I was trying at one time to find out what this new vegetable called beetroot was rather than just beets. Well, the Australians, they do their own thing. Hey, then we had a commercial for Captain Marvel. And I, I don't really do a lot of the promo commercials. I don't include them. Like, I'm not going to tell you about any of the dumb shows that got promoted by CBS they're begging you to watch. But I thought the Captain Marvel commercial was awesome, and I want to see that really bad. Okay, now, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Does anybody remember back, back, back one year ago when all of us were saying dilly, dilly like idiots because of that Bud Light campaign, which was very good. It was extremely good. What do they follow it up with? Maybe the biggest stinker. I don't, it's like going from first to worst. They had this great campaign last year, captured everybody's imagination. People are wearing dilly dilly and filly filly t shirts and dilly saying dilly dilly all the time to each other. And this year, corn syrup in the beer. And then we don't use corn syrup in our beer. I don't want to know what you don't use in your beer. I don't want to know what you don't use in your product. And like making themselves superior to the other beers. For all I know, corn syrup makes beer taste good. I don't drink. I don't know. But I know this. My I could care less. I couldn't care less factor. I just did something I hate. I could care less. No, it's I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. Uh, I just couldn't. And all of the Bud Light commercials, there's way more than one of them, uh, did that, except for one. And it confused people, and I'll get to that in a second. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Bud Light corn syrup. Uh, we had a Fast and Furious trailer. Uh... We had Expensify car insurance that I don't even remember at all. None. Just don't. There's a Pepsi commercial that was okay. It was just okay. The the Super Bowl Pepsi commercial. It was was it bad? No. It was just okay. Just okay. Simply safe for the world. Simply safe. Again, it's one of these commercials where they were showing multicultural people in expensive homes, relaxing with their children and, you know, doing trendy things and all this. And at the end, it's, it's this world message. Now, the second best... The second best commercials for the Super Bowl were T-Mobile. Did you guys see the T-Mobile commercials that were just nothing but texts? Oh, my God. They were so incredibly good. So incredibly good. And we had one of those. I'm trying to think of what the... I wrote it down here, but I can't read my own writing. Um, I'm going to look it up for you. Yeah, the T-Mobile commercials were uh, just incredibly great. Oh, yeah, the the first one was like a, 
<laughs> what's up? And then the other person answered with this giant, I'm really trying to get my act together. And I think next it was like something we've all experienced um, in our lives. Um, so anyway, uh, the T-Mobile commercials rocked it. Absolutely rocked it. They were incredible. Um, oh, man. I'm having a hard time reading this. Let's see. I'll find out what it is. I'll find out what it is because I liked it. Uh, uh, was it Audi? Yes, it was Audi. The commercial where the guy sees his grandfather and his grandfather gives him an Audi and he's driving it and everything's great. And then you cut to a dude working in a cubicle and his coworker, this big giant chick, gives him the Heimlich and a like a corn nugget or something comes out of his mouth and he realizes he was just having a near-death experience dream. Oh, it was funny. It was very funny. Jeannie Knoll has joined us. The lovely and talented Jeannie Knoll, stand-up comedian who does Between a Fence and a Bush, 8.15 a.m., Monday through Friday, Eastern Time. Uh, Then Bud Light did something. Uh, How can I I even describe it? They did a Game of Thrones commercial. And if you're into Game of Thrones, like massively, you kind of figured it out by the end. But if you're not into Game of Thrones, you're just like looking around going, what the heck just happened there? Another terrible commercial from the Dilly Dilly people. Uh, Brian O'Brien says he would have given someone the Harlem struggle. I don't even know what that means. Uh, The Avocado Board did a dog show with people, which was, it's like one of those things where you go, it was a good idea. But the execution of the idea was rotten. So, and plus, what does a dog show have to do with avocados? It was, it was, it didn't, they didn't pay it off. All right. They just didn't. I think Jeannie Noel was out doing stand up comedy and did not even see the Super Bowl. It's just my opinion. Um, the Pringles Snack Stacks. I, I we, we all know Pringles have flavors. And they're stacking them up to combine the flavors. And so what? It didn't... It, it wasn't any good. It, it just... It was a stupid commercial. It's very stupid. There was a Google Translate commercial on... That like, I don't know, I guess, I guess it got the idea across that Google will translate things, signs and, and certainly text, but I hate it when big companies, Aaron Smith has joined our Facebook chat room. I hate it when big companies like have to show a guy in Catman 2 it's got a like a bowl of dirty water in front of him is using Google to translate something you know it just I don't know 
It was just like way too pretentious. Um, that's just my my own opinion. Mercedes did a series of commercials. There's like one omnibus one that had a lot of stuff going on in it that was difficult to understand for their voice command feature. We'll get to their other commercial they did along these lines. Uh, the first one had a portion of the good one in it, so it wasn't terrible, but it was really disjointed, and it was like, uh, not to uh, tip our hand to the sponsor break we're about to play, but it was 10 pounds of poop in a five-pound bag. It was just not not good. Brian O'Brien is correct when he says cheese doodles kick Pringles butt. Um, Tina Marie Jones says stacks are much better than Pringles. She's also correct. Uh, I recently had some stacks, and then I, was, I was thinking it's so much better than Pringles. So much better. At any rate, we're going to take a break here from our sponsor that always does good commercials. And uh, when we return, we will continue our Super Bowl commercial review. You're listening to The Tom Gully Show on some network. Listen up, pet owners. Do you own a dog? Do you go for long walks? Do you go hiking? Do you go on RV trips with your dog? For God's sakes, pick up after your dog. I have made this easy for you. I am Ranger Rob, and I have developed the Ranger Rob poopy bags. They are cost-effective, very large, great handles, waterproof, and biodegradable, and smell like lemon. You can buy a two-month supply for under $10. So right now, go visit RangerRobPoopyBags.com. That's RangerRobPoopyBags.com. And purchase your poopy bags today. Learn more now. Earn more later. That's a motto CBS Radio wishes every college student would paste inside his or her wallet. A lot of those collegiate wallets are a good deal fatter than usual these days, thanks to summertime jobs. And as a result, quite a few young men and women are finding themselves tempted to forget about school this fall and keep on with that job. This isn't such a smart idea as it may seem. It's a plain and simple fact that dropouts from college are less likely to find and keep better-paying jobs. Quit school before you finished. And you're not only cutting down on your chances for a really good job, you're also throwing away thousands of dollars of possible future income. Finish college. Get all the education possible. And your lifetime income is many thousands of dollars higher. America needs well-educated young men and women. And the rewards are sure. So if you're wavering now that school's about to open, don't decide against your future. Go back. And remember, learn more now, earn more later. That's right. We're back. And our podcast listeners will be interested to know that, yes, we are sponsored by plastic bags you pick up dog poop with. That's not a fake commercial. Let's see what's been going on in our Facebook chat room during the break. Um, Brian O'Brien says, Ranger Rob poopy bags bags have handles like Iverson's. Jeannie Noel asked what the question. Jeannie Noel, there is no question. We're doing our Super Bowl commercial review. You can tell. Okay, what was your favorite Super Bowl commercial? There's your question. 
I know how you can easily skip the track if we don't do anything the same way every time. So uh, Rain, uh, Aaron Smith says, will poopy bags hold 10 pounds in a five-pound bag? I bet you they would. They've got the longer handles. They're biodegradable. Um, Tina Marie Jones says, Jeannie, I like the ones that are made by Cheetos, but they're called puff corn. They're great. No tasty popcorn holes just melt in your... Guys, you're having some snack talk in the chat room. Not smack talk. Snack talk. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where were we? Uh, there's a product, product called Persict. It's a, like a cleaning product, and it was a, a deep down thing. It had a funny ending line, but other than that, boring. Teen Mobile did another great commercial about somebody wanting to go get sushi, and the the person they they asked, "Where do you want to get? What do you want to eat?" And the person typed in like nine responses and erased them before finally putting something in. And then the other person said, it was funny. It was very funny. Um, RAV4, the Toyota vehicle, did a female football player commercial about the first woman to get a full college scholarship to play football. I don't know who she is. I don't know where she plays. I guess I should look it up. Uh, it, I hate it when companies take... Uh, I hate it when companies take an event, be it a historical event, be it, you know, this woman, Antoinette Tony Harris... Uh, she's shattering the perceptions of a football player. First female football player to play on a non-specialist position and only female player to be offered a full scholarship as a non-specialist on defense. Th that's a lot of qualifiers, and they don't say, uh, you know, exactly where she plays or anything. I guarantee it ain't Alabama. Um... She wants to be the first woman to play in the NFL. Hot news flash. She's not going to be. Okay? Isn't going to happen. But for whatever reason, she's a person of notoriety. They never say where she's offered a scholarship. Mike Thompson has joined us. And, of course, I watched the Super Bowl at the home of Mike Thompson because that's how I do. Um, she's not going to play in the NFL. Okay, I've never heard of her. I doubt anybody listening has ever heard of her. And you would if she was a superlative college football player. Now, I respect her. I respect her struggle. I respect the accomplishments that she's gotten thus far. But I don't understand what it has to do with driving a Toyota. You know, Toyota just came along and said, hey, you've done some things. Buy a car. Hey, Tony Harris is strove striven strived and and she's the first female to be offered a blah 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 buy a toyota kind of a disconnect for me kind of a huge one so that one sucked um let's see going through this stuff snacks are the top of the food pyramid according to genie noel uh, Noel Moctezuma says, what's the conversation? We're 
talking, Noel, about the commercials in the Super Bowl. Um, Jeannie Noel says she didn't want her son playing football. I can't imagine how I'd feel if my daughter was playing with a bunch of guys. Well, I, you know, it, 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 it's just not, not going to end well. That's how you're going to feel. It's not going to end well. Unless the guy she's playing against really sucks. <clears throat> so there you go. Planters had a commercial where the Planters peanut car was careening down the street and passed Charlie Sheen and A-Rod. It was kind of amusing. Uh, wasn't terrible. Wasn't awesome. Okay. Mint Mobile had a funny commercial about that's not right. And uh, it, it was a very funny commercial. I'd never heard of Mint Mobile. So they did their job. Norwegian Cruise Lines did the kind of what the Turkish Airlines did, which is nothing but pretty pictures and the boat in the middle of the ocean and tropical shores and people eating food and playing shuffleboard and in their room and I noticed they didn't show all the plumbing going out and people using trash cans for toilets and all that, which frequently happens on cruise ships. No mention of that. So, I mean, right now I'm sitting here. I'm like, why is Norwegian Cruise Lines different than any other cruise line? I couldn't tell you because they all show the same stuff. They all show people eating shrimp and sitting on deck chairs and on, you know, it's just stupid. Just incredibly stupid. And why is the phone ringing? Let's see who this is. I, uh, I, I, I do a show. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. That's, uh, that would be my, uh, my, 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 my father, you know, who I'm now talking over because I don't want anybody to hear what he's leaving on the message. But, you know, it's like, hey, thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks for, you know, being aware of the show that I do and uh, that I can't get downstairs to the thing there. But just keep rambling. Go ahead. Just keep on rambling. Just keep Jesus. Ah, my family. I tell you. I tell you. Tina Marie Jones says it's too dangerous football, head injuries and all. Piang Devereaux called in and she says, Brian O'Brien. Everybody loves Brian O'Brien. Tina Marie Jones says, my God, how many commercials did they have? Tina Marie, I don't even know that we're halfway through yet. Uh, <laughs> Brian O'Brien says they never show pirates boarding the ship. And hijacking everybody. Um, let's see here. Uh, Jeannie Knoll says, I went on a Norwegian cruise. Now I know why they're all so fit and thin. There was no food. And uh, Tina Marie is asking me to interrupt this program to talk to someone in inconsiderate enough to call during it, you know, and leave a message. Not likely. Not likely. TurboTax had an awful commercial. Uh, the one of the big.
buzz commercials that we all heard about before the Super Bowl was the Stella Artois with the dude, with Jeff Lebowski in it. And actually, it paid off really nicely with him. It was really, it was really, really good. And it was spectacular to see the dude again in a different setting. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, Brian O'Brien says, show your pops respect. He brought you into this world and he can take you out. Not at this point he can't. That train has sailed. At this point, I would be doing the taking out. He's elderly. Uh, Sprint did something kind of cool. If any of you know, Tina Marie, take your foot off the accelerator. It's not an emergency. You couldn't hear what he was saying. If it was an emergency, I'd know it. It wasn't. Trust me. Because I had just bought a new garden hose or something. That's the level of. Uh, Mike Thompson says, the dude. Yeah, the dude. It was good to see Jeff Lebowski again in that commercial. Sprint did some kind of cool. Anybody who's old, like me, remembers the first big Nike campaign. And Bo Jackson was a multi-sport athlete. And it showed athletes from every great sport, John McEnroe in tennis, uh, you know, Bo Knows Tennis. And it was called Bo Knows. Because Bo was playing a lot of sports and Nike made shoes for all the sports. Well, Sprint brought that back with Bo Jackson. And it was a really kind of a cool commercial. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, sorry. There was a local commercial break. I won't go into that one. Local commercials from here in Utah. Uh, Brian O'Brien says, don't underestimate that old man power. I'm not. I have old man power that's younger than his old man power. Uh, Bo, you don't know diddly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Now, there was a promo on, and I got to tell you, this was an incredible promo. It was incredible. And uh, people who like football, and I assume – a lot of people who like football were watching the Super Bowl. The NFL ready for 100. It's about to be the NFL's 100th anniversary. And they had players nonstop, famous NFL players. They had the Pittsburgh Steelers. They had the old Miami Dolphins. They had the funniest line to me was Peyton, a football game broke out during a banquet where all these great old NFL players was, and Peyton Manning gets the ball and throws. He just drills a strike across the banquet to some receiver, and somebody goes, hey, man, you should, you can still play. And they cut to him, and he's rubbing his shoulder going, that, that hurt, that hurt. It was very good. The uh, NFL, the NFL uh, promo was, was just the ready for 100 was great. Uh Okay, maybe my least favorite commercial of the entire Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Randy Ramos says his daughter won her game. Good job, Summer. Brian O'Brien is quoting Captain Planet for some reason. (laughs) Maybe my least favorite commercial of the whole Super Bowl was for Kia. 
and they have an assembly plant in Georgia. And it was pretty pictures of this town, West Point, Georgia. And, you know, the the country store and people's homesteads and guys cutting lawns. And then they had people working who worked for the plant giving little testimonials. And I'm like, what what else are you going to say? You know, your whole town's economy revolves around this plant and you would all be out of work without it. You would all be destitute. So, of course, you're going to get on TV and say, I love working at my job at the Kia plant. I just love bolting that thing to the other thing that gets bolted to it. I love that. It's so good. Come on, man. Come on. Tina Marie Jones says, Tom, did you have groupies in Texas? Now you have us. Aren't you thrilled? Yeah, I'm. well, I'm, I'm thrilled. I wouldn't know that I've ever had groupies. I think... Groupies are people that you're, you know, physical proximity to, like you meet them, you know, they're they're around you. And I I don't know that I've ever had that. Now I have had, I have had people show up to remote broadcasts when I was on the radio. And uh, let's just say that that sounds better in theory than actually meeting them in real life. Um. Yeah, the Michael Buble commercial, um, again, was really good. T-Mobile also had a a commercial about Lyft, which was another. T-Mobile's commercials were great because they required no production. They were all just text screens, and they were fabulous. Just fabulous. What the heck? Uh, Michelob Ultra had a terrible commercial that, you know, was just pretty pictures and... Nothing behind it. Brian O'Brien has made a statement about groupies that I, A, agreed with, and, B, cannot read uh, live on the air. Um, Okay. Forget what I said about Kia being my most hated commercials. Verizon had my most hated commercials about first responders. Okay. And this is what I'm talking about. You've got these heroic, brave, talented, skilled people that are first responders. And they do their job and they do it well. And then Verizon swoops in and says, let us put our logo on that for you. Had nothing to do with saving people. Had nothing to do with rescuing people. Nothing. And then they come in and and they show some tale of some guy who was a coach and got thrown 45 feet and the two guys that saved them introduced themselves in this group talk he's giving i'm so and so i'm so and so and we were the first responders at your accident and he starts tearing up and then verizon supporter of first responders bunch of heroes in the room by verizon it just sucks it's so scummy it's just so scummy. Um, Tina Marie Jones is telling the story of a local G- DJ promoted to the morning guy. Uh, and the morning guy had lots of remotes at locations. And you could tell by the look on his face he wanted to hurry up and get out of there. Yeah, show up to a Dallas Cowboy pregame show that's going to last three hours at a local hotel. And there's people at 9 in the morning so drunk they can't speak. 
but they'll try. They'll come up to you and they'll try. By the way, I saw a really funny meme uh, on the internet, which was Tony Romo finally got to a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. Um, what was it? Uh, the Devour Frozen Fool Foods had like a three-minute man. He did everything in three minutes. It was pretty funny. Um, uh, Google had a military butt-kissing commercial. Colgate had a, com- a series of commercials with Luke Wilson where he was a close talker. But because he used Colgate, he could get in people's faces and they wouldn't mind because he had minty, fresh breath. I don't know. That was kind of stupid. Uh, Tony Romo did a, a spot for Skechers with like a giant hole for a golf hole and stuff that uh, didn't do anything. Bud Light followed that up with another terrible corn syrup commercial. Who cares, man? Aubrey Thompson has joined us. Let me just say, Aubrey and Mike Thompson were gracious enough to have me over for the Super Bowl. And Aubrey Thompson put on a delicious spread I can tell you that uh, we ate so much queso and seven-layer dip that we couldn't eat anything. We had to wait till halftime to enjoy the tacos. And uh, her son made some pico de gallo and stuff. It made me feel like I was back in Texas. It was really good. And um, I exercised incredible self-control and only ate four tacos because I wanted to eat like 10. And I could have. There was tons of tacos there, but I didn't want to be that guy. I didn't want to be, A, the guy that, you know, after I left, go, Jesus, can you lay off the tacos? And I also didn't want to be the guy at work today that was, you know, gassy. So... uh Burger King did that Andy Warhol spot. I still don't. (laughs) Brian O'Brien, seven layers because eight layers is ridiculous. (laughs) Mike Thompson says he got drunk. I didn't think he got drunk. He said he has no self-control. I didn't think you had lost any self-control. And plus, myself and Aubrey got to say that's how they do about everything for about an hour after you said it 50 times. It was great. It was great. Um, I don't know if that Andy Warhol was was like real footage that they computer enhanced. Uh, let me see if I can find out how they made that commercial because it looked like really legit. Um, let's see here. Burger King's Super Bowl ad featuring Andy Warhol was taken from a 1982 film. Um, The 45-second commercials showed Warhol sitting at a table while removing a Whopper box from a Burger King paper bag. After carefully unwrapping the burger, he was then seen opening a Heinz bottle and pouring some ketchup out on the, the, the burger wrapper. It doesn't come out, he said, after shaking the bottle a few times. Um, the, the clip used in the ad is from a 1982 documentary, 66 scenes from America, 
by Danish director Jordan Leth. As the title suggests, the film features 66 visual snapshots from around the United States that represent an aspect of America. Uh, In the actual clip, which is four minutes long, he eats the burger, says nothing else, and at the end says, my name is Andy Warhol, and I just finished eating a hamburger. So that was actual footage. That was an actual thing. So uh, there you go. Tina Marie Jones says, uh, oh, I see, wink, wink. I was married to a musician. Um, Aubrey Thompson says, because that's how you do, Mike. And then he says, oh, yes, he did, Tom, lose control. I didn't think so. I, I, I'm, I'm giving him a wide berth there. Um, let's see here. Tina Marie Jones has apparently injured herself. She's got blood all over her thumb, but she can't leave the show to fix it up. That's dedication is what that is. All right, let's get back to these commercials before I go to my last break. Bob Dylan and the commercial for Budweiser with the dog on the back of the wagon that's being pulled by the Clydesdales, and they say, nothing beats wind power. Tell you what, you drink enough Budweiser's, you're going to have some wind power. But then they pan out to show there's a bunch of windmills that generate electricity. And they make the point that they use that electricity to brew the beer or bottle it or something. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, right. I bet you still use a lot of just regular old earth-destroying electricity uh, or whatever. But... uh, I know myself and the people in the room made the immediate connection between Budweiser and making wind. So, F. Now, the Harrison Ford voice activation commercial was really funny because his dog was ordering <laughs> tons and tons and tons of dog food that he had, that then somebody pulls up and delivers it in a pallet, like with a forklift. And uh, just seeing Harrison Ford in a commercial like that is awesome. Uh, it was very, very good. That one I give uh, high marks. Amazon had some stupid thing with dogs. Uh, there's a very funny T-Mobile commercial where a dad texts his daughter thinking that he's using Google, wanting a recipe for eggplant parmesan. And she writes him back, Dad, this isn't Google. This is a text. And he keeps putting it in there. So finally, she just goes ahead and sends him a link to the eggplant parmesan recipe. The T-Mobiles were were really outstanding. If you had to go campaign, they're the best campaign. Hyundai's elevator spot was the best commercial. And then Washington Post did a commercial... What the heck? Ah. Uh, They did a commercial about freedom of the press, which was, I thought, extremely good. I thought it was extremely good. Aaron Smith says he wants a groupie. Aaron Smith, you deserve a groupie, frankly. I'm here to say I would love to see you have a groupie. Uh, That would make my day because you, you very definitely deserve one. At any rate, we're going to take another quick break, and then we'll come back 
and uh, do more stuff. You're listening to the Tom Godley Show on some network. Do you love your dog? Why would you settle for second best when you can have Ranger Rob poopy bags with exceptional quality, larger bag than its competitors, and low cost? Ranger Rob poopy bags are designed to be easy on the environment, high quality, and low cost. If you truly love your dog, you will buy Ranger Rob poopy bags. Do you want quality? Do you want the very best in dog waste bags? Do you need a bag that's bigger than normal? Do you need a waste bag good for large and small dogs? Do you need a poopy bag that has handles and is easy to retract? Do you need a waste bag that's eco-friendly and biodegradable? Ranger Rob poopy bags are made for serious pet owners. Why settle for low quality poopy bags when you can get quality poopy bags at a low cost? Ranger Rob poopy bags is that bag. If you truly love your dog, you will buy Ranger Rob poopy bags. Available at Amazon with free shipping. Folks, this is Riley, alias William Bendix. I'd like to talk to you about something very important to all of us. You know what traffic accidents are. There's something that happened to other people, but not to you. Your life is charmed. When you sit behind the wheel of your car, nothing can harm you. Nothing can touch you. It's impossible that you could be the victim of a traffic smash-up. Doesn't that sound a little ridiculous? Of course it does. But that's the thinking of the majority of America's drivers. And that's the thinking that causes traffic accidents. The truth of the matter is that unless you drive safely and lawfully, an accident can happen to you. Last year, it happened to 32,000 persons who died as a result. It happened to more than a million others. They were the lucky ones. They were only injured. In every single case, the National Safety Council reports that at least one traffic law was violated. So when you drive your car, remember that your only guarantee of safety is lawful driving. Obey the traffic regulations and drive carefully. The care you take may save a life, and that life may be your own. Yeah. And you know you want to save your own life. Don't act like you don't. You want to save your own life. We all know you do. Especially if you're Tina Marie Jones, who's apparently bleeding profusely from her thumb at the moment. But still in our chat room. And so uh, that's it. That's all the commercials that we had. And uh, most of them were awful. And people watch the Super Bowl. I know lots of people, they watch the Super Bowl to watch the commercials. Give me a break. Give me a break. However, I had the good fortune. And was the Super Bowl boring or what? It's three to three with seven minutes left. At which point, one of my extremely gracious hosts, Mike Thompson, started rooting for the Patriots as if he'd been doing it for the previous 53 minutes of the game. Like I even care who wins um, the Super Bowl, but uh, Tina Marie Jones says she's feeling faint. Get a tourniquet on that girl. Get a tourniquet on that bleeding thumb. Uh, Brian went bowling instead. Brian O'Brien went bowling. In Big Lebowski fashion, he decided to go bowling. But let me tell you, uh, the Super Bowl's over. There's no more football until like August, I think. Right? 
and then that's just crummy preseason football. So everybody, all you football fans, you got a long way to hit of you. Tina Marie Jones said, blood loss, pain, suffering. I'm still having on, on, hanging on. It's all for the Tom Gully show. Well, then it's worth it. Sandy Budak did not watch it. Well done, Sandy. I'm pretty sure, sure Jeannie Knoll didn't watch it either. I'm pretty sure a lot of people that listen to the show didn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it if I did the, didn't do the commercial review every year. Um, Aaron Smith says he'd take those poopy bags, circle them around like he was slinging a bolo, and f- fling the contents, shall we say. Those extended handles would do the job, yes, and they would launch a lemon-scented missile. Uh, whatever the reason, get yourself some Ranger Rod pet poopy bags. I look forward to the day when Ranger Rod pet poopy bags, our sponsor, does a commercial on the Super Bowl. That will be the day. That'll be an exciting day. So let me review. Brian O'Brien does say the first time in his entire life he missed the Super Bowl. He has no regrets. He's a Saints fan. He's still still salty about that blown non-call, double non-call, and he has a right to be. Uh, let's review. Best commercial, Hyundai, buyer assurance, elevator. Best campaign, T-Mobile. Worst commercial, Verizon first responders. So there you go. Aaron Smith thought it was a great game. Chess match on the middle. Uh, Tina Marie Jones says, is Ranger Rob an actual Ranger or a pretend Ranger? Hmm. Ranger Rob got that name because he's extremely savvy about the wilderness. He hosts an RV and camping uh, show, has a network for it, as a matter of fact. And so that is a nickname that was bestowed upon him. I don't think he's uh, pretend at all. I, I don't think he's an actual ranger, but I think he has those attributes in reality. Brian O'Brien says he's not salty. He's spicy. Okay. I, I, I would agree. And he even put a red chili pepper emoji there to... You know, back it up. Brian O'Brien then asks, is Captain Kangaroo a real captain? I don't know how that works. I don't, because uh, you can be a team captain. You can, I don't know. And plus he's dead. So the question should have been, was Captain Kangaroo a real captain? Um, so... There, I think I can probably speak for everyone listening right now, though. Uh, I know what you're wondering, and that is, what did we learn today on the Tom Gully Show? Well, you learn what the very best and the very worst Super Bowl commercials were. You learned that I am capable of eating queso while I'm breathing. I swear to you, I sat at their kitchen table and we were talking and having a great time and I am just shoveling queso and chips into my mouth 
in a non-stop fashion, like a perpetual motion machine. It's disgusting. And the seven-layer dip, which was also just fabulous. And the tacos. Oh, and by the way, Aubrey Thompson got that kind of sour cream that comes in the giant tube so you can just sort of squeeze it onto the taco, down under the taco. That is so considerate and smart. It's gourmet stuff there. You know? You're not just smacking it in with a spoon and trying to get it and scrape it. No. It was a beautiful night. It really was. And that's what we learned today on the Tom Cully Show. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we learned. So not much, actually. Boy, we would like to... (laughs) We'd like to... There's always some funny lines in our chat room, I'm telling you. We'd like to take you out, as usual, with the Catch-22 Blues by the Hitman Blues Band. Before that, we're going to thank all the people who came into our Facebook chat room. Tina Marie Jones, Brian O'Brien, says he learned French. Randy J. Ramos says, good night, Gracie. Say good night, Gracie, uh, as usual. Aaron Smith learned he wants a groupie, and he deserves one. Uh, we also learned a guy says he's a ranger. I think he is a ranger. I don't, I don't think that's a binding term Uh, Aubrey and Mike Thompson were here and I'd like to thank them again for being gracious enough to have me annoy them in their house for hours upon hours Uh, Sandy Budek was here Sandy Eastman was here Jeannie Noel was here Uh, a cast of thousands we had Deshaun Rucker in here early and uh, it was just a great 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 show hope you enjoyed it um, and uh, hope everybody enjoys the podcast of our always warmly received Super Bowl commercial review. Yes, as we for the first time combine our live streaming show with our podcast. Yes, we've crossed the streams. Team Marie Jones says, thank you, Tom, for your diligent attention to an excellent audit of all the commercials. Yes. And I'm staying again. I liked, I enjoyed the halftime show. Was it as good as Prince? No. But it was darn good. And yes, I will reiterate once more again. I do have moves like Jagger. I do. I can't do the whistle part. Sorry. But I, without question, have moves like Jagger. We're going to take you out, as usual, with the Hitman Blues Band, Catch-22 Blues. Go to hitmanbluesband.com. Learn all about the band. Go to hitmanbluesband.net and sign up for their email, and you will get a bunch of free blues songs because if it's free, it's for me. And you can go to Hitman Blues Band on Facebook, like their page. Please do that. And if you do, tell them Tom sent you. Okay? please oh that'll do it we'll be back with one of our regular streaming shows tomorrow night and uh brian o'brien says he has lips like jagger well they they did okay for mick right uh we'll be back with one of our extravaganzas uh tomorrow evening 7 p.m eastern on ironic and the good talk radio network in mornings and afternoons and of course always live in our facebook chat room That will do it. 
And of course, until next time, we'll see you next time. Whoops. Well, the bucket lifts a twig for a dog that's nothing big, but he don't want to. <laughs>